And China's just like, bang! We're kicking down this motherfucking door, and we're doing this. Okay, welcome to Three Dudes in a Dock. We're talking about China Beyond the Clouds. 1994. Uh, yeah, so it came out in 94, like Mitch yep. said. Sorry uh, to talk over you, Tyler. Nat Geo, right? I believe so. Yeah. Like I said, we don't know much about this. I think I found this one because I had that original list that I had of docs from years ago and then just added this because I went in like top 20 or 10 whatever cool documentaries about yeah. environment or just whatever. And this was on one of them. So I just and I mean, it off. Like and all China, all China's not a, um, a current... Uh, thing anymore right like they're not no, in the nobody's news. talking about China. no nobody no. i feel like they're on the decline man like they're not gonna rule the world in like 15 <laughs> to 20 years or anything yeah so we're gonna take a little bit of a um different approach to this one because our first uh doc we all watched it before yeah then had it playing in the background and kind of yeah. talked about it so we tried that mm -hmm. and our last one was a docu-series so we each watched an episode and then didn't watch it during the the recording mm -hmm. uh, and talked about it. Yeah. This one, none of us have watched. And I, none yeah. of us. The only thing that I really know about this specific doc is what we looked up last episode. Yeah. And like we think of like a little test that we did. It was like thirty seconds of it. We watched right. and like. Yeah, I did look it up really beforehand. Sure. Like when we chose it last week, I did uh, do a little research. So it's a British anthropolog anthropological researcher okay. and television producer. His name is Phil Aglin. Um, he has a River Films is his production company. Okay. And, uh, they initially went over to China to film uh, Lijiang, which I think is the the small town in this documentary. And it was originally just to get a look at what a real small town in China was like back in the nineties, because that was sort of unknown territory to documentaries thus far. Kind of like. Behind the Iron Curtain, kind of. Yeah, that saying. kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, I mean, beyond the clouds. This yeah. is. I have no Fair idea enough. what yeah. that means, but like it, it sort of. I think it hints to that same idea. Sure. Yeah. That's that's all I really know is yeah. that this was. Uh, it was in part with National Geographic, yeah. but I believe this was just out of interest from Phil Aglin. Cool. See, that's cool. Though. That's kind of why the main point of why I wanted to do this whole project is yeah. because of like stuff like this project where like are these guys just go like let's see what a life is like in China in this small town and then mm -hmm. there's this little boy Christian who's got like no <laughs> legs or whatever yeah, you would never super know yeah. a, like super efficient rice farmer or something yeah. and they're just like whoa let's talk about this kid now like, yeah. we're just here to do this one story, and now this is opened up to that. Like, there's so much stuff like that. Yeah, I do believe that this documentary like, kind of enters into that. So they did uh, initially go to just document yeah. a small town yeah, in China. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But then something in the middle of their filming uh, happens to one of the family members that they've chosen to okay. document. And then the, sh the focus of the documentary shifts, and I think it actually looks closer into the... Um, judicial system the, like the legislating interesting yeah because that's what you briefly brought that up yeah. something about a family trying to get justice for their child right yeah. I remember us joking yeah. being like that's probably not going to go well for them <laughs> <Yeah>. in China <laughs> we'll, awesome. we'll see so that. yeah so this time we're no one's watched it we're going to mm -hmm. watch it while we uh, record and just kind of do like a live running commentary yeah. and uh, 
we're gonna see how that goes and uh, go from there so uh, should do we start it. let's do it okay so playing now <clears throat> so now starts off with uh, some animation kind of uh, uh, an intro with uh, some uh, traditional Chinese uh, music yeah. They don't offer any uh, subtitle for what graphic or what ca uh, characters they're showing. Imagine this is yeah. just some awesome BBC shit where they're just painting. Right? It's not <laughs> even actually anything. That looks cool. Like a white. Chick's I'm guessing that says Beyond the Clouds, though. But like a white chick's tattoo. It's yeah. just hamburger or something. Yeah. <laughs> something nonsensical. The UK sucks. <laughs> so like the way it's shot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it, it looks like a like a dramatized movie. Like it looks. Yeah. Like, well, that's not geo stuff, dude. This yeah. shit's shot so well. So we're we're opening to a scene of kind of just a, a small town street, uh, townspeople walking through the alleys. Just imagine a bowl of copper or something. It's got a cool hat on. See now, that would be completely like in style today. Like all the sure. hipsters wear those hats. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting and that like, they he would was think... doing work at night. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. I was just I was thinking of that of that the opening shot when the, there was like a single person walking down an alley in the middle of the night, yeah. and there's dudes in shops like getting stuff ready, and it's and then, like there's always people around. So we have uh, a title here. It says a small town in China. So I think it's just. Kind of setting the uh, the space for the dock. Do you think it's a small town in China? Or <laughs> big? So I think it really dude, is. Imagine small. like growing up with those fucking mountains like in your backyard. So it's kind of setting the space now. It's showing the Yangtze River. Okay, so this is where we're picking up, and I'm going to hit play again. Hey Christian, what did I call it? What's their names? Kimchi and V-Pop. Yeah. Our homies are with us. They're joining us today, if you can see the video. So they're uh, kind of just setting the, uh, the landscape. Plunging through one of the deepest gorges in the world. Wow. Tiger Leaping Gorge. You know, it really is a beautiful country. Hell like, yeah. Like, it's super scenic. Fuck, man, the look at that shit. Like, that's like Lord of the Rings the type shit. It seems like a really difficult country to just live in. Yeah. Um, I think that was, um, yeah, like, how do you colonize that shit, man? Like, yeah. how do you just, like, alright, let's go in here and do this? Worth it, though. Yeah, I mean, like, oh. for what we just talked about, the landscape. Can you move the mouse up? So, uh, yeah, sweet. It's crazy, too, seeing, like, a whole culture of people where they're all wearing the same shit. Like, those, they're all wearing blue. Like, that one guy has different colored pants. because <laughs> his uh, black pants got dirty that day. Yeah, or, like, <laughs> he just can't afford them. And, like, for being a small town, like, it's very. Yeah. Oh, it's just a small town of a million people. Yeah. was ruled on behalf of the Chinese Emperor by the Mu clan. Their influence has long since gone. So, 
Chinese history uh, was deeply rooted in uh, families, mm -hmm. and I, I guess it still sort of holds true. Which I guess, man, that's crazy, because I wonder if that's kind of how a reason, an easier reason how they sold communism, where like, listen, you guys are already families, now we're like one big family, yeah. Yeah. and we're going to do it this big family way. Like there was, I don't know if there was ever really individualism. There was, but it seems to have been reflected back in the people. So you were an individual, yeah. but you started off with the uh, ideas that the state was needing from you. So like you had responsibilities, and then after that, you could be free. Yeah. So it, it's showing a, a girl now, she's sick, like a school-age girl. And uh, the father's saying to the doctor that she's always sick before exams and saying, oh, I can't go. And she's saying how her teacher's furious that she's bringing down, like, the uh, grade average of the class. And how old do you think this kid is? Like, maybe 11, 10, 11? Yeah. And the doctor is like, you're ruining your chances of your life. And yeah. this girl's 10. Also, it's crazy Dr. seeing Tom's something like this is from 94, it's not that long ago, and that doctor's just smoking mad <laughs> cigarettes as he's sitting there talking to this little girl. Extended an invitation to doctors and other skilled professionals to come and practice in their town. Tao's ancestors responded, leaving their home in central China to come and settle here. Mu is 42 and well known in town. So it's just kind of setting up all the uh, kind of the cast, if you will, uh, the docs, the people that they're following. So this dude's doctor. Having been pursued halfway across China by his prospective wife. He now works in the central meat market. So, in, in this is, uh, his whole life has been split by the uh, cultural revolution that happened in China. It was in 1967. So this is a really interesting guy to, uh, to look at. <laughs> I, I love that. <laughs> That's awesome. So basically, this guy that they're following is just, he's selling meat at a meat market. Yeah, he's like heckling meat. Yeah, he's like, uh, buy some pork. Talking and the guy's meat. like, no, no, not after last time. It was like leather. It's like the caption of the book. Like, what a jerk. <laughs> and the guy who said it was like leather kind of didn't say it in an angry way. It was kind of like laughing. It was like, yeah. no, no, man. <laughs> and he's like, asshole. See, I don't get... I don't know what's with the blue, because I thought they were like super into red. Like many I don't think it's like, <laughs> I don't think it's like, like a Crips blood <laughs> scenario. Dude, I don't know. <laughs> that chicken looks sweet. This uh, guy that he's talking to is in a suit, like a three-piece suit. Like he's. I wonder if he's part of the camera crew. Cool shirt. Yeah, like literally, everybody's wearing blue. Yeah, like everybody. Yeah. 
fed by the snows of Jade Dragon Mountain, the small river has been divided into man-made channels, which percolate through the town. That's so cool. So, literally the running water is a stream of running water. Yeah. <laughs> and runs through the houses. It's such a uh, yeah, telling just, way yeah, of how totally their does. political system is sort of set up. The yeah. ancient China was um, like really dedicated to sustaining harmony. Mm. Like, harmony in China is akin to order. Right. And order, obviously, is... Uh, collective nation-states working well. Yeah. So, like, them not obstructing or redirecting in huge ways that stream is visually telling. And even in the engineering of it is telling of their general way of thinking. Right. Don't obstruct it. Live around it and make it a partner instead of an adversary. So we're studying circles today. And also used in war. Yeah, everyone's in blue, everyone, oh, okay. And excluding like little kids, little girls, no, it seems like everyone has short hair. Yeah. yeah like everyone has some piece of blue. Yeah. And like these kids seem kind of old to have the teacher explaining them a math compass and it's like supposed to blow their mind. I mean, like, basic mathematics, sure, but, like, instrumental mathematics is, I mean, not really necessary until you're doing it. I was just thinking of that shot where she was like, see? Uh, Crazy! And they're like, okay. I can never use those things. I don't know. I always screwed it up. There was an ancient um, sort of semi-Confucian, Confucius was a uh, Chinese philosopher. Um, There was an offshoot of him called Mencia, Mencius. Uh, he had an old saying about how people should be ruled, and it uh, comes from what they call the mandate of heaven. But his was, um, as a compass is okay. to teach you, everybody can use a compass, and it can show you what, how to draw a circle. It's perfect. Um, you don't require any special foreknowledge to use a compass. But the mandate of heaven, then, is to teach an individual or to show an individual what it is to be a good ruler. And then uh, the question comes, well, that does require special knowledge. Right. You, like, nobody knows objectively what the mandate of heaven is. Dude, this guy, her dad, joined the Chinese military when he was 14 to fight the Japanese. To fight the Japanese? Yeah, because he's Chinese, right? Yeah. The Japanese might have did so much questionable shit to them in the 40s. So, like, you know, everyone thinks of the Chinese culture so differently. But this is, like, they're literally at a barbershop yeah. talking about how his wife's angry and he's like, oh, you're, you're sleazy. Yeah, and like, you heard about that? Ah, oh, shit. I didn't go home last night. Yeah, literally at a barbershop. Like, that's, like, yeah. the most American, like, or North American kind of... Uh, She's impossible to live with. Do you think they feel the same way we do? That, like, I don't want to fucking talk to anybody while I'm getting my hair cut. Just leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is that one... Yeah, that guy, was, the guy getting his hair cut wasn't really responding. <laughs> yeah, he was, like, all up in his shit. And he's like, man, yeah. just fucking leave me alone. He's that one guy in town that just all gets all in your shit if you don't yeah. tell him to leave. So they have, like, they're in an eyeglass shop now. 
you know, like the the charts you read with all the letters. Theirs is literally just E's, but turns different ways, going down the whole thing. Maybe it's a direction thing. Yeah. Oh, that's that's interesting. That may even be harder yeah. because it's not you can't identify it through a symbol. It's right. um, delicate uh, perception. This the old lady doing the eye exam. They're like point to it, and she's pointing, and they're like point properly. <laughs> she's like I am. Like, how can you not point properly? It seems to be a really communal yeah. village. Like, not just one person is getting something done privately by a practitioner. Yeah. It's like, just random people from the street are in watching you do this thing, and you're all talking about it. There isn't any kind of secrecy. I guess, you know, like, that's the, maybe the result of, like, the communist regime that they employed, is that you, you kind of have free reign. You can, you're supposed to just use this as your community. And the weird hats, like what's with the hats? Yeah, so this is a bunch of uh, older women like trying on glasses and getting their eyes checked. Is it be really neat to see a doc of this town like now and see how this generation has changed? Right. I have heard that uh, Li Jiang, after this came out, and with uh, China's boost to their economy, just through various reasons, um, Li Jiang is like a huge tourist town now. Oh, yeah? Because it was so pretty. It was like Banff in BC. Yeah. And now it's just pilfered. Yeah. 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 It's just become a tourist town. It's not as pretty as it used to be. Yeah. Was this the guy in the barbershop? Or no? Yeah, that's yeah, her dad. Mrs. Tong and Lou have known each other since they were children. Oh, yeah. hey man, well come on. <laughs> what? No, it's literally his name. <laughs> is this a doctor? Oh, this is an acupuncturist, maybe. Dude, does you know where he is right now? But even the doctor was looking at the young girl who said, you don't want acupuncture, so... Yeah. Uh, so he must do acupuncture as well. So like acupuncture is like traditional Chinese medicine, right? Yeah. yeah. But it's not supposed to hurt, is it? No. Uh, I've had acupuncture. Like it, like it feels like a a needle going to your oh, okay. skin because that's what it is. Yeah. But oh, that's pretty weird. See, like now they're doing it traditionally where. Like, the hot yeah. thing? The, the cup of yeah. suction? Cupping? Yeah, when I had it done, it was all like electrodes. Like they attach like literally like a voltmeter. That's the same idea yeah, as the cupping, right? And it sends pulses. Yeah, and it, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Holy shit! Yeah. The comparison between a, a doctor and a butcher <laughs> rarely gets made. Yeah, but the butcher was just like, I cut up pigs, you do it to people. And the doctor's like, I oh, mean, I don't kill people, I actually help them. 
Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, but it's the same thing, you know what I mean? But, you know, like, already, oh, like, she's wearing yellow. This is super fascinating to me. It just, you, you think of China as, like, such a different world, but yeah, these people are literally doing what we do every day, like, just yeah. shooting the shit with people. Uh, yeah, man. You know, they're at, you know, they're just, they're just having normal conversations, yeah. but you think of it as, like, so different. Yeah. I wonder like, who did the translations. Because, like, they wouldn't have wanted to miss all of the actual right. content of what they're saying. I think, I know with Docs, like, I remember hearing a story of the Vice stuff where they shot something in Europe somewhere, and there was, like, guys not speaking English, and then they got back and were like, hey, translator Tyler, like, look at this footage, and the translator, like, lost his mind. They're like, do you know what the fuck these guys were talking about? And they're like, oh, no, and, like, they were just talking about how, like, they can get nuclear weapons, like, it's no big deal. Wow. Like, you were in a room with these guys. Or like talking about like in the Middle East of like just training little terrorist kids and like yeah this is what they're saying so I think with something like this you just shoot everything and then yeah. like alright what's going on here so we're seeing a lot more like injection of color now like people yeah. are wearing different colored outfits so I don't know if like blue is like a working color like maybe might be like, 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 like might be like a country thing because they're saying they got magazines from Beijing and they're like really colorful but yeah, like who's the chick in all yellow? Like why would that chick not stand out? Like no, so now there's some real purple. But like, everyone that we've seen working has yeah been wearing blue. I've never seen that game before. No. It's a kid's gambling. A goldfish. Made of so. sugar syrup. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't think Western civilization has the patience for something like that. No, man. Like, you wouldn't stand there for 15 minutes watching someone paint you your treat. Oh my gosh, they, it looks so nice. On a stick. On a stick. And that's just for some little kid. Well, have you seen the videos that, I think it's it's in the Middle East somewhere where like the ice cream cones where like they flip them yeah, yeah, and yeah, they yeah, trick yeah. it yeah. and that goes on for like yeah. five, ten minutes. Yeah. And I'm watching uh, someone get a needle in the ass. Oh, it's acupuncture again. So Man, they are so fucking hard on their kids. Like, this girl's kind of ripping on her dad, and then the mom's like, yeah, but you didn't have acupuncture like your father did. And these people seem very, like, much more, like, high-scale, like, high, uh... Yeah, but she's just a butcher. But I think he's just well-respected in the town. But, like, these people are, like, are wearing, like, fancier clothes than, than what you'd expect, right? Yeah, yeah, like, you know. Or what we've seen so far. They're not rocking the blue. But, like, they have, like, sport coats and... Even that girl in school, like, when she was getting scolded for not bringing her homework earlier, she had a yellow sweater on, yeah. and everyone else around her was, like... Like, the kid behind her was wearing the Mao cap and, like, all blue shit. After 40 years... People are on the move again, searching out fresh job opportunities. Moon has hired two freelance carpenters to work on his house. They are from a village 25 miles to the south. I don't think I understand Chinese 
uh, economics because I thought that it was communist. So he's a freelance carpenter, as in, like, I just do this on the side. Or maybe he's a freelance yeah. carpenter on behalf of the Chinese government. But I think government. China figured out that, like, you can't, like, crazy oppress your people like Russia or other communist countries. Like you can kind of do whatever you want, but the moment... It's like some Russian shit now, like the moment that you get into politics or start having money, they'll, like, take you out. Mm -hmm. If you're, like, whatever, you're kind of doing your own thing, just building... There was another... There's also carpenters that are making beams with hand tools. Like, it's going to take them fucking forever. Yeah, There was another uh, confusion saying, not exactly about government, but uh, if... You give the people good food, they'll know what it's like to be hungry. And if you give them good clothes, they'll know what it's like to be shameful. So, <laughs> she's just like casually talking about how her dad hit her because they were watching TV. She fell off her chair and scratched his face by accident. And the two adults were, were laughing. Laughing. I mean, this isn't news to them. Yeah. Like, uh, they were raised like this, maybe worse. He canes me when I'm naughty. Isn't that her mom in the red? I, I think so, yeah. Holy fuck. I missed who they were talking about. Her Maybe it's her grandmother. Oh, it's her mother. Yeah, she said mommy. And if I cry when she... Oh. If, I, if I cry when she beats me, she beats me harder. And its tragic end will shake this insulated, comfortable town to its core. On the other side of what I said about Confucius earlier, providing good clothes and food mm -hmm. so that you teach prosperousness and shame in so, uh, the other half was that you also must pave a clear road to damnation. Yeah. And well, to them, I guess it would be death. But uh, not to not to rule out of strictness and punishment, yeah. but make it clear that there are such things. And I guess modern China just sort of... Like, took it under their wing. <laughs> that was just super heavy, but everyone was laughing. Like, all three people involved. Like, the girl was smiling the whole time. Don't worry, kid. The government does us, does it to us, so it's all good. Imagine how Chinese people would see American kids just running around the grocery store being oh, rambunctious little shitheads. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, you... They just samurai them down in it's, the alley, like, no! Yeah, it was just as disrespectful, I bet, in a different way. Now, do you think this, like, they're talking about, like, they're showing a news channel right now, uh, I assume state-owned, yeah. and they're saying how the, uh, cool. But recording and editing of video clips often have to be done in the cramped corners of the same room. So, like, how much of that news do you believe? Like, because they said they had a record harvest and it beat the previous record. Yeah. Do but they how just, much of that is going to see the people? <laughs> yeah. You'll hear about this record harvest, but you won't get any more grain. 
So it's all just about getting behind what the government's doing. I mean, it's like the shit that they're doing now with like the Uyghur population and like uh, ethnic majority of Muslims yeah. in China, and they just oppress the fuck out of them. Yeah. Make up stories. Concentration Dude, camps. And I've heard stories of they show on like state-run media of Uyghurs with like axes going in and like chopping people's heads in subways, but they'll cut it. When it's like right here, they blur it. So like, like imagine they showed news footage of a shooting and like, oh, here's a guy actively shooting people. So that's all just a narrative. So yeah, it's just some things that are so similar to our culture and then some things that are so like, crazy different, right? Many come here to Black Dragon Park to go boating on the lake. <laughs> so what? Wait, what did you just say? That was a white family, I think, in that boat. So the Talking little girl said, my boat's bigger than yours, and her response was, so what? <laughs> She's such a show off. Man, that mother really fucking hates her daughter. Yeah. Or, or is that the daughter? Oh, maybe it is the mom. Yeah, that is the daughter. Yeah. But it's also, it's also funny how the daughter knows that her mom kicks the shit out of her, but she still fucks with her. Yeah. And like, nah, fuck you, mom. How do you get a more expensive hula hoop? Maybe it's made of jade. So this little girl seems really, really spoiled. Yeah. Talking about how she wants more expensive stuff and a better hula hoop. And, and, and it's unfair if she doesn't get one. Whoa. The very nature of Children's Day is beginning to change as China enters its second decade of enforced family planning. Officially, oh, wow. one for, child oh, is allowed the one, for one child Already, well. some children yeah. are growing up without brothers or sisters. Soon, aunts and uncles will be a rarity. Yeah, that's crazy to think of. Like, you don't think that like, these kids that are growing up in forced family planning won't have aunts and uncles? And it's like weird, like you don't have a family structure. Yeah. So, wow. That just kind of dined on the map. Yeah. Is that guy put rice in that? I think, yeah, he's toasting a seed of some kind. Why does it kind of blow up? I was like, why are all these kids plugging their ears? Been here. Is that like an old school pressure cooker? Yeah, I think that's what it was, yeah. Dude, it's also awesome how they, like, they're in an environment the where they're in an amount, so it's obviously not super warm. Yeah. But they do everything outside. Yeah. Like, they're just hanging out outside, cooking shit outside. Well, and it seems like none of these buildings have, like, actual doors. Like, they're just mm. open yeah. spaces. <laughs> Isn't it freezing there? Like, what are, you, what are we doing? In an old court judge house, owned by the government. Committee members have many jobs. 
<laughs> this uh, scene of someone painting symbols onto pieces of paper, but they're all different, uh, reminds me of uh, just a philosophical problem or thought experiment called the Chinese room experiment that how Dr. can you uh, give computers consciousness if they don't really have any dealing with okay. the content so you're in a room with two windows and a piece of paper flies in and there's an instruction book on a table uh, a piece of paper flies in with a Chinese character on it and you find in the book what that character tells you to do and then you do it you make the marking and you throw the paper out the other window you don't know Chinese but yet you still can perform these actions there's no there's no knowledge being yeah. gained there yet there's work being done and that's like the analogy to a computer is that it's hard to give something like that consciousness because it doesn't actually absorb anything for any reason it just right. simply translates interesting yeah. That's just that looked exactly like it. You could also like they're registering a kid with the government, but she seems kind of old. You get like a birth certificate or whatever to register you with the government when you're like old enough to start school. So they're talking about like how Mao uh, encouraged all this and. You know, they have a, a ration book, birth certificate, police stamps. So they're started to get into a good school, and the other guy was like, it's good you only had one kid. Yeah. Their life is like, there's so much like paperwork. And heavily, heavily, heavily restricted. Yeah. Heavily. So that's a, a door that we're talking about. Like, it's literally just a sheet covering the doorway. Like there's no actual... Holy fuck, man. Holy shit. What? Man. So they were saying that if you have one kid, like to get into school, it's cool. But if you have a second one, you have to pay additional money. But if your kid's disabled, you waive that fee. So there's totally parents that are like intentionally disabling their children yeah. so they get a good education. But I mean, you'll have a weird walk to them. So she's proving to the doctor now that her, her kid's disabled? Yeah. reputation for curing many disabilities when all other treatments had failed. The development of a rigid medical system, it seems like in China, I know this is dealing with a small town, yeah. um, maybe far away from any kind of other city, but... It seems like really strict, regiment, regimented, scientific medical uh, practice is sort of non-existent. Like, yeah. We've seen three individuals go to an acupuncturist and only one actual doctor. And, and I think that was the same doctor, was it not? I think yeah. it was. So maybe even no doctors. He <laughs> says he has a great track record of curing disabilities. Like, yeah. It's that crazy woman. <laughs> and she's right there. <laughs> Tell her to go away and go home. And she's just looking like she's not even doing anything. Like, they're, they're very, like, matter of fact. Dude, they, like, yeah. they don't sugarcoat anything. Fight for Chinese socialism. 
So the uh, Man, they are bullies. <laughs> the ideology of that there's a uh, camaraderie in communism. No, it, it sort of comes over in China, but then there's still this really low class of like there's still sort of like Western classism. Yeah, like that's maybe not strictly Westernism, but it's uh, it's not strictly Chinese. That's for yeah. sure. Well, yeah, that's like that's one thing I'm finding through this. Like they don't beat around the bush on anything they tell it as it is to everyone that's why you think like Chinese comedians like they just be like this isn't funny like, yeah what are you doing or like I live in a town with this stupid old lady that can't read and everyone's like ha ah. they're laughing at her to her face yeah we beat her every day that's pretty cool, man. Like, this girl's in a town oh, where wow. she's looking at shit that's so old from her ancestors. Mao instructed people to gouge out the eyes of these old paintings on the walls to destroy everything old. Yeah, so this guy that I've been following, Mr. Mu? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he's showing her this, and he used to be a red guard, now he's a, a butcher. That's awesome that he's like, I didn't do any of this shit, I just broke stuff in my house. I just fucked shit up. So, <laughs> Talk about sticking a dunce cap if you didn't go along with what everyone else was doing. Wow. That's fucking crazy that he's that open in front of a camera. Like, yeah. this dude used us. To just say that Mao had used them. Yeah, like, yeah. I was a young dummy. Education was replaced with political indoctrination. Yeah, that makes sense. Wow. To study Mao thought as a billboard on the side of a wall. So, yeah, you have, like, two very different things. He, the guy that they're following is talking about how Mao used them, like and then it's showing people putting up, like, propaganda flyers, basically. Education. Which, from what we've seen so far, I would much rather have this butcher business owner run the town than these asshole <laughs> commies yeah. that are like, look at this stupid old woman. Like, this guy seems like a nice guy. But he, beat, but, I mean, but he beats his stock. Well, hey, dude, he doesn't beat her as hard as his wife, yeah. who was, like, a statistic evil bitch. This girl kind of complains a lot, though. Yeah. That ain't aspirin height. <laughs> She's worried about the caffeine. So she's telling her dad to stop taking so many aspirin. Man, and like everyone questions everything on yeah. anything. Like they're not like, hey Tyler, where is this? You know, like make up some excuse. I'm like, okay, it's like, no, no, no. Where did you put it? Fuck. Talking about the military police? Yeah, like wearing the, dark glasses. Yeah. 
to dehumanize them, like to make them look not like a human. They're harder to approach if you don't think they're people. They show this execution. What are you trying to do? Have an emotional connection with your dad? Yeah. Stop it. Stop chattering. Yeah. Stop talking to me. Do your homework. Look at that Chinese movie theater. I think they were just saying it opened, like it recently opened up. Yeah. Like they were allowed to watch movies. Why this feed keeps fucking up? Whoa! <laughs> so it's showing a move right now, and the guy literally picked him up and this threw him like 30 feet. Yeah. <laughs> provide the entertainment for China's new generation. Is it karaoke? Looks like it, yeah, it's in the background. Those dudes got, like, I wanna fuck eyes hard. <laughs> this is a really western sounding song. It's funny how they. Uh, you don't know it's a Pink Floyd song. <laughs> they incorporate so much Western culture, yeah, that's what, yet still reject it. Yeah, and that's what's crazy how they accept certain things and they're not just like, hey man, why don't we have free thought? Yeah. She just said sugar. In Chinese. Sugar! <laughs> guys here at a table talking about keeping knives hidden. Yeah, and the one guy was like, that's bullshit. Showing that that's how they get their entertainment. Oh, now we have some guys walking down a dark alley. I think something's gonna happen. I don't think it, nothing happened though. There's a Chinese werewolf in London. <laughs> oh, something's gonna happen. 1 a.m. 1 a.m. In Lijiang. Lijiang? Uh, Lijiang. Lijiang. Oba. How will like how will the film now. crew with the police too? So police are telling this uh, this house to open up their doors. One o'clock. So 
were there talking to people about uh, a fight that happened. There was guys at the house. They must have. So like they were fucking with the dude's neighbor, and then the guy left. There has been a stabbing in the bus station. Two boys have been taken to the hospital. It happened as people were leaving the disco and the karaoke bar. So it's kind of crazy just seeing like the way uh, Chinese police uh, are investigating this stuff too. For him, he doesn't have any rubber gloves on. He's got a measuring tape and he's just measuring shit. Chinese CSI. They could still use the hips or the the who song. Yeah. <laughs> Which one though? Yeah, yeah. Pinball wizard. That's <laughs> three a.m. Seems to get really dark in two hours. have just given themselves up to the police. Oh. They are being brought to the central police station for questioning. So basically, the story is, if you couldn't hear in the background, the two boys got stabbed leaving a disco in their karaoke bar, and now these three guys have turned themselves in. And the two boys Since are stabbed. The, stabbing, the boys have spent the time hiding, too scared to go home. They will be questioned by detectives before a decision is made about what to do with them. About the stab victims? The boys no, are all the boys that oh. did the stab or turned themselves they in. They have no right to a lawyer or the presence of a parent. No right. Because wow. they're all over 18. Yeah. Oh, because they're just independent people now to the state. No right to a lawyer or a parent. We're not even going to waste a bullet on you. We're going to stab you to death. <laughs> And it's crazy, like, there's no, like, trial? It's just... No, they're not allowed to have a trial. Oh, like, the trial will be made up, and then it'll be like, this is your sentence. So the cops just asked what happened. They said there was a fight on Main Street. There was a fight on Main Street! Whoa. Whoa! So he's saying he, the guy hit his friend with an axe, so he wanted revenge. Yeah, his buddy Tang Li. Oh yeah, you know, someone just swung an axe at you, so just get over it. Peer pressure. The city persuaded them to go after them. It was a gang attack. Weapons were discarded over a wide area. Well, and a machete, found. a knife. Oh, no gloves again. Nope. Yeah. yeah. No. Well, because I guess if you're doing your own trial, you don't have to worry about uh, cross-contaminating Yeah, there's animals. not like a prosecutor or a defense yeah. attorney that's like, hey, police officer, why is your DNA on the knife? Because like, I picked it up. <laughs> also, are they implying that the pieces of wood were used as weapons? I don't know. I think so. Yep. So, yeah, he hit him with a stick. 
You know they're taking mug shots below the stairs. Yeah. Yeah, just like literally in a hallway. Yeah. So now we're either of these guys the one that were saying hide the knife? I, I don't recognize them. No, I don't recognize them. Stab them from behind. Uh, a few uh, times. Stab the sun. Twice in the leg, once in the back. With a knife. His knife. <laughs> So let's just beat him. I stabbed him. <laughs> it feels like 1950s America. Yeah. Like just gangs rolling around. Yeah. Having little feuds. <laughs> Although it's reminiscent of like the Warring States era in yeah. China. My group versus your group. This is structured. They literally have an array of weapons, like knives and like chunks of wood. This this documentary took like a crazy like right turn. Yeah. Like we're following this family and now all of a sudden we're we're looking at the stabbing and how these guys are being prosecuted air quotes. Because mm. <laughs> this guy's dead for sure. He's got a green jacket. Zhang Zhenlong. Formal arrest means that the boys are now in the official care of the state. Their parents will be informed, but they have no right to see them. Legal wow. advice will only be allowed at the end of the interrogation process, when formal charges are filed at the court. This can take many weeks. So, yeah. so they will just throw them in a cell and they're like, we'll figure it out. So it's like uh, being renditioned. Like you're just taken away with no rights. Two blocks away. Well, that's what they wouldn't call it. They probably don't call it jail. It's for like re-education programs. He is the nephew of Mr. Moo. Oh. Okay. The, the, one of the kids that got stabbed was yeah. the nephew? No. Oh. One of the kids. Oh. In, one of the kids getting arrested. Dude, look at the bullet holes and shit in his speakers. So they have like loudspeakers that broadcast the news over one of the, the boys. Town. That's yeah, crazy. one of the boys was killed. One was seriously injured. Thirty boys were involved. Four, those kids were fourteen to seventeen. No, they said they were all above eighteen. Or maybe they said they were below eighteen. Three mm. juveniles have been arrested. Oh, oh so okay. Mr. Moose's so yeah, nephew was okay. murdered. Okay. Sorry. So Mr. Moose talking to his doctor now. But uh, his nephew being murdered. 
Literally, this is the day after his nephew was just murdered, and he's just matter of fact talking to the doctor about how it happened. And showing no emotion. Like, yeah. this is boom, this is what happened. Well, he's definitely showing anger. But he's not like crying, like, he's not like, oh my god. No. I guess that guy also was in World War II, so I mean, he'll figure it out. Oh, he got stabbed six times, and that kid only stabbed him for three. This is really intense. He's literally like describing everything. He was talking about his nephew was living with him. Yeah. Again, like so matter of fact, eh? like it's just like there's no. Cold blood. So that's interesting. He thinks that he can get justice yeah. in that system. So it's not like it's uh, been ingrained into them that it's uh, out of the question. Like this yeah. is in the state's hands and the states can do what we want. It seems like they actually have the chance to appeal. So this is uh, his mother uh, calling out for him. And so like Chinese culture has a really like different view on death and like, spirits and, and everything like that, like that than we do. I feel like the Communist Party is going to tell this lady to be quiet. So like, she's calling out for someone asking if he can hear her. Unexpectedly, I think that this was one of the points the of the documentary was to show that Chinese culture is just another place for humans. They're yeah. just, right. they're just other people. Formal warrants have been secured this morning from the procurator's office. These enabled the police to conduct the first of a series of interrogations. The boys have only just learned that our son has died and that the charges they now face could be murder. China's legal authorities are still wrestling with the relatively new problem of juvenile crime. Over 70% of crime is currently committed by juveniles. Wow. Many are in this course. So heavily restricted between those who feel that the problem should be dealt with severely. Yeah, everyone who dissented, at least the parents of that generation, died under Mao. For sure. The interrogation team is led by Inspector Zhang.
Transcripts of the previous night's interviews and photographs of Hassan's body were prepared for him this morning. It's amazing that the documentary crew is allowed in there right now. Right, yeah. So he's like literally looking through a book of pictures of the body. Forensic files. So now his story is changing from the night before, saying he didn't hit him on the head, he just hit him in the back. Only hit him four times. Yeah, I only hit him four times with the axe. So, like, the book he was looking through was, like, literally, like, pictures, like, pasted onto paper. Yeah. Some, like, bullshit scrapbook. Legal advice will only be allowed at the end of the interrogation process, when formal charges are filed at the court. So it's great, like, they haven't been charged with anything, but they're... They're still being held back. Yeah, and the only way you can get defense is like the person People defending you would have none of the, the information. Many will have seen him helping out Mr. Mu at his months and will have passed the scene of his death at the bus station on their way into town this morning. Damn. Mu has returned to the hospital to talk to Asan's friend, Tan Li, who is recovering Laying from in his hospital bed smoking. So, Mr. Mu is questioning Asan's friend. By the and he's like, yeah, some boys came to the hospital today and threatened me. Have already started. In a small town, everybody has their contacts. So, so he, he was at a disco carrying an axe? Yeah, what? The one guy was concerned about a little knife, and this dude had a fucking axe with him. That's awesome. And it's, they said there was 30 kids, but they've only inter heavily interrogated three of them. 
The knife wounds were not the cause of Asa's death, so the boy's admission does not make him responsible for the murder. Is it the guy who cracked him in the head with the the stick? Yeah, that was the guy. uh, That was one of the guys who was like, no, no. I said my buddy didn't hit him in the head. So he was trying to get his buddy's arm. So now they're just—they have to prove, like his uncle would have to prove that whoever hit the kid in the head was the one they need to go after. I wonder if the documentary team had anything to do with killing. Providing evidence or records, transcripts, or anything to this case? Yeah, I don't know. So he's heading for the other kid's medical bill? responsible for these charges, which are the equivalent of a month's salary. The charges would normally be paid by equivalent of a month's salary. The state does not provide medical coverage for the unemployed. Many people fall outside the state's qualifications for medical benefits. Teacher Jo spends about half her monthly salary on Little Swallow's medical bills, which are far above her unit's allowance. And yeah, everyone's like a lot of a certain amount of money. Yeah. Is he eating his baby? Now it's seventeen. That was the kid that they were talking about earlier that said had disabilities, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But how, like, like you said earlier, the matter of fact shit, like this guy's examining this little girl, and then the doctor's like to the parent, like, hey, I hear about the, that kid that got killed? Yeah. So like, he, imagine you went to the doctor, and your doctor's like, hey, I'm, I hear about that local stabbing? You're like, what? So he, he's talking to this woman, and like, literally saying, blaming the doctor, he said the doctor didn't notice that his skull was smashed, and stitched up his uh, knife wounds, and that was it. <laughs> And then he just goes to telling him this kind of nursery rhyme to his baby. Interrogator Gang has to prove which of the boys delivered the death blow. With so many involved, it will be difficult to build a case against one of them. So I think this is the kid that hit him. Holy 
So he's telling like you have to confess if you want leniency. So basically like you're trying to like do just confess. Even that dude's bike is the same color of blue. Yeah. I mean, whoever makes this blue paint in China in the 90s was killing it. Okay, so grief, Asan's mother faces a further this part's interesting. Blood. I did see this part. Unmarried and having met a violent end, her son is denied normal rights of burial. So he's not allowed to be buried in a, like a cemetery because he was unmarried and he met a violent end. So like this is where like their idea of spirituality, like this, yeah, his have, like bad juju. Yeah, well his spirit isn't allowed to rest anymore because he he was murdered. Allowed to bury his ashes, but only with the reluctant consent of other families who have graves here. Many have objected. Yeah, so if other families have said, no, no, we don't want him, his ashes buried here. But uh, a few families have said, yeah, okay. Yeah. Because of the way he died, his spirit can never rest. And so basically they're saying, like, his spirit's gonna, like, affect all the rest, like, of the people they're buried there. like, never-ending. Like, it's not like, oh, okay, this will be, like, it's cool if this person gets here. They're like, no, yeah. even in death he's fucked. Yeah. Holy Jesus Christ. So yeah, when I was filing it and I was kind of just scrolling through to make sure it went yeah. all the way through, oh, that's part man. I watched. That shit's heavy. Imagine someone here saying, oh, your son was murdered? No, 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 sorry, you can't bury him here with the rest of us. Oh, he was unmarried and met a violent end? Yeah. <laughs> Couple of ladies yelling out their at the window asking business if they're closing. Telling business to close. Oh, it's a little like the young, young dudes. Oh, they're playing a drinking game. Yeah. Well, so it was, were they part of the, uh... I think so, because the one guy was like, the police are on to you, and he's like, they don't know anything. They're talking about it being a murder case now. These dudes are obviously badass motherfuckers because they're rocking leather, black leather jackets. All the food that they make here looks so goddamn good. I don't know if it's just because I'm hungry or. <laughs> oh man, that stuff looks awesome. Again, like. As. Like jam-packed as a city is, like it's very dense. 
like it's really beautiful. Like, yeah. it, it's strangely. And it's crazy. There's, have you seen any garbage anywhere? Yeah, none. What do they do with their garbage? So now it's saying a sense of family. of the police investigation frustrated by this lack of news I feel like Mr. Moose is going to take some of the task he's going to get shit done yeah Mr. Moose is going to Mr. Miyagi those bastards so basically Mr. Moose talking to this uh, this guy about his, his nephew and kind of explaining the situation that they're is like a lawyer or so he's saying I think this guy's a lawyer because he's saying Mr. Moose saying to, uh, to him like I don't think we're going to get justice just for the police know the names of the 24 boys involved but have chosen to interview them one by one at home with their parents before taking further action it's crazy how they went like so hard on those three, and now the other twenty-four they're interviewing them at home with their parents. Yeah, and the other three weren't allowed to have contact with their parents. Yeah. weren't allowed to do anything. It just seems like a huge like shift. For their kid, like yeah. they're just like they'll throw him under the motherfucking bus. They're like, we don't know why he did this. Fuck you, piece of shit. Yeah. So he just said, uh, Li Liping is the one that hit him in the head, and he's the one who said he didn't hit him in the head. Yeah. And then the cops like, hey, listen, don't blame yourself that your kid's a piece of shit. So like with with their good name being Lu and they keep a really really strict genealogy of yeah. uh, who has served what. It was a way to track uh, familial like that your um, status or your lineage is like Semitic. Um, 
like you send the a son to the Chinese army, and you have to keep track. But sometimes it got really, really uh, detailed, right. and the Chinese government didn't care. Like this is way, way old ideology, but they didn't care who they got if it was the eldest or the youngest yeah. they just wanted one person right so they would keep a really strict record if there was a lot of family members of who served last so that you knew who served next hmm. but uh, keeping their family name clean was super important more acupuncture going yeah, on yeah they were talking about like some of these women remember being concubines and like having their foot like feet binding oh really it's just, it's they're saying that some of them remember that shit so, this doctor's talking about like, these four older women saying, oh, I suffered more than all of you guys. We drink horse piss. We didn't have water. <laughs> yeah, so one woman said she didn't have water, so they, they drunk, drank horse piss. This doctor's going to be like, I had it worse than all of you. I had to deal with all of your <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> Weird flex lady. <laughs> In 10 years, I only once had a lunch. And she remembers what it was. Well, yeah, you would remember. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, you would. I'd be like, that loaf of white bread was... Or that little bun, not even a loaf. Settling the costs of cremation, burial, and reporting his nephew's death to the street committee. This is his first day back at work. <laughs> They don't even clean it up. So Mr. Moo is saying he's he's gonna go clean his nephew's bloodstain. And it's his responsibility to go clean it. Like that's the familial tie. To them, it's an honor thing. It's not a government responsibility. Yeah. So. So his nephew is murdered. Yeah, and it's his and strangers are like going to the house, like, "Hey, clean up your fucking kids' brain matter off well, the street." I think they were like state uh, representatives saying, "Like, oh, you, you gotta, gotta do, do this." this. Yeah. Oh, I think Li Liping's fucked. Yeah. Oh. Everyone's telling the same story except Li Liping. Yeah, that's not looking good. Not looking good. Poor old Li Liping. Ligan 
So it's, uh, it's probably not from hunger. It's probably because they work 28 hours a day. This uh, woman's talking. She's like, I don't care what I look like. I like being fat. <laughs> I'm efficient for working. I ate a whole ham, not all at once. Eat as much as you can. I like that advice. <laughs> Don't believe their lies. Three slabs a day. Dr. Tang is here just like, what the hell? He's like, this fat bitch needs to calm down. Lee Le Ping is uh, back here. So now Li Le Ping said he was the fall guy. So the cop's like not objective at all. Like no. he, he's being like, no. you're not gonna get away with your lies. Yeah, like, this is kind of the story that we were gonna run with. Yeah. Jesus. There was another family member involved that night. Dragon He, Asan was his cousin. He took him to the hospital and was with him when he died. Wait, did you say that one guy's He is at the center of Bijan's criminal community. So this guy's a real gangster. I thought they just said he was with him. No, it's just it's his cousin. So Mr. Moose. Telling this guy saying he yeah, blames him. Yeah. I'm like, no, he was always really just hanging around bad kids. The police have known for some time that the billiard hall is the main center for drug dealing, particularly heroin. It was here that the first stabbing happened. The police are questioning the owner about the events of that night. Footage like this, I think, is super valuable oh for sure to the police look at that kid he's so little just smoking cigarettes yeah he looked like he was like 10 yeah probably running the table So, these guys are talking about like what happened and like, they're not cops they're just literally talking there's little gangsters in a billiard hall these reforms paved the way for private enterprise okay so that's that's what you were saying earlier, Christian. Like they can allow them to have private enterprises, but they can only get 
like so successful. Yeah. And like they're not. If they get to a point where they're talking about the government, I'll be like, no. I'm going to start changing policy. I bet you their business would no longer exist. But the byproduct exist. has been unemployment. As labor-intensive and state-subsidized industries have been hit by greater competition. Unemployment has fueled a soaring crime rate, especially amongst the young. Assange's killing has prompted action. The police have been ordered to search for weapons. There is an increase in plainclothes surveillance. It's like a knife in a sheath, right? Is that a mouse statue in the bar? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Looks like Trump from a distance. Oh, it's outside the bar. Everyone's smoking. That's awesome. dance like that too. So they're like almost like ballroom dancing. Why are they like jumping around? Like this is awesome. This is upbeat music. It's also English music. Is it? That was also two men. Is this a progressive bar? Maybe they're just practicing with each other. Those are questionable dances. Are you sure it's a man? Yeah, it is. Pretty certain. Other than that, are uh, ladies in a suit? Hey. It's not Hillary a blue Clinton, suit. The power suit. Yeah, blue seems to be a very working color. For many yeah. people, the streets are no longer safe to walk at night. So now we're six weeks after the sweet disco party. To the south of Bijiang lies the valley of Heqing. Mu is on his way to buy roof tiles at the kilns. With him are his daughter Miss Mu and their friend Ang Li, the boy who was stabbed with Asan. <laughs> So they're driving on this like cart, and they're looking at all the rice fields. In different regions saying that they get all their rice from there because it's lower, rice grows better. Who has brought them along to help them recover from the tragedy of Asan's death? What are they driving? Like some weird tractor Well, oh, yeah, it's like a little like lawn tractor carrying a cart. <laughs> Just the drive wheels. Yeah. Drive wheels on a trailer. Pit. Yeah, it was like two. Yeah. So, I didn't realize. It. I, I don't think we've seen a car, have we? No, no. Yeah, not yet. This is also like early or mid '90s China. So, yeah. and rural China. I yeah. don't think cars were. I think. Look at uh, Kiln. Tali has almost recovered from his multiple stab wounds. Do you think Mr. Moo's gonna force his daughter to marry this guy? Oh, so those are roof tiles. Yeah, yeah. I thought they were like pots. So did I. So like they're showing like these round uh, clay pots, or they look like pots, but they score the like f four scores in them, and 
break it's seven years house. ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I, I'm gonna look very differently in China after finishing this. More like it's a nation of real people? Yeah. Yeah. I still don't think so. No. <laughs> You're not convinced. All you think is Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Man, that's cool how their kilns are built in the yeah. ground. It's probably the safest place. Yeah, it'll be the best heat. It's naturally insulated. So Mr. Moo's talking about his nephew and just like joking around about how like reminiscing with his buddy. Yeah. <laughs> joking around saying he was a character. Like, what is that thing? That's half of a vehicle. I told you it's just it's a like a rototiller <laughs> engine. <laughs> that, that's exactly what it looks like. A rototiller with a cart behind it. With a 1950s Ford truck bed. Lijiang is a natural administrative and economic center for a wide area, serving a population of 300,000 people. This okay, so it's fairly large. Yeah, and they call that a small town. <laughs> so 300,000 people, and it's considered a small town. 300,000 people with no public transport, yeah. no real public facilities, like... This is uh, the public facility was the communist building that just yells at you. Yeah, like this, this really is a small town. Don't ruin your eyes studying, the doctor said. We teachers have to retrain. Yeah, they have to learn all those details that Mao told them to forget. Yeah. So this guy's kids, but he's been away three months, huh? I thought it was going to be longer. <laughs> I felt sympathetic for him for a second. Loser. Three months is a long time. I've never been away from home for three months. So my brother's in the military. He has to go uh, up to alert for three months in March. Yeah. Hopefully he stays on his toes. <laughs> I ruined that one. <laughs> you made it better. <laughs> Just stomp right over the the punch. Man, that's awesome how the cop was like, so you took him to the hospital and the guy getting interrogated was like, man, you know I did. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, he's kind of being shitty with the cops. I like this kid. I'm telling you this information. Why are you asking me twice? Yeah. 
I don't think that's an accusation uh, you want to make to the police. He's saying the police beat him up that night. Yeah. No, they just accepted. They're like, yeah, okay. They thought I had heroin. What next? That sounds about right. He just called the cops stupid idiots to the cops, and the cops like, ah, they were just doing their job, man. <laughs> Listen, it's either you get beat or we get beat. Someone's getting beat here. Although it meant being away from his family for four months, he volunteered for the mid-career courses offered by the Lijiang government. He is devoted to his school on the mountain. Yeah, and, and I love the like, little creeks and streams running through town. Yeah. Just like you were saying, like, you know, you build your stuff around that and don't, don't obstruct it. About the state well, they obstructed the river, though. Did they? Yeah. They, they, they cut it into, like, yeah. a little vein. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think this is the first time that uh, Mr. Mu, Asan's uncle, has talked to the police. The charge will be hooliganism. That's a good one. If the perpetrator was attacked first. But even the guy who got killed, they're still like, ah, he attacked first, so we can't really prosecute. Yeah. Like, if we were to get in a fight and one of us ends up dead, we're not going to be blamed. Like, it's not like the person that got killed, like, yeah, but he was an extreme racist. They're like, yeah, but it's still a dead person. Yeah. I'm like, wow, he was an asshole. <laughs> Who cares? Like, if he was an upstanding, nice communist boy, then we would have justice. Oh, look at those fucking noodles. They are considered adults and are on their own. Yeah, these guys are like, obviously gangsters. Because they're saying the pigs, he thought the pigs were out to get him. Meeting the police. What? He was saying, yeah, the, doctor the doctors refused to treat Asan, and uh, I mean that's how he died, right? Yeah. Oh, that's his younger or his older cousin. Yeah. It's been six weeks since our son was killed. Tonight, our son's parents have a visitor, our son's best friend, Tang Li.
So I wonder if that's Mr. Moose, like sister or brother? Oh, he never said, he just said his name. And then anytime they refer to them, it was Hassan's parents. So they're talking about how the other parents are pulling strings and getting us on blamed and taunting them. So that's what I was saying earlier. It's like, yeah, like, yeah, but your kid was an asshole. Like, but he's dead. Like, but he was an asshole. That kid does not look 17. <laughs> well, they said they were between 14 and 17. Didn't they? He said he was 17. But yeah, okay, I could see him being more 14. What are you laughing at? Oh, just. I guess this wasn't really fair, but uh, his friend just said, Asan, how could you leave me? But, yeah. Like, he got like, beat to death. He didn't choose this. Even his friends blaming him? Jesus he Christ, you. man. He got sent away. Chinese culture is hard. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, like, uh, grand scale and then super personal. So this is that teacher who's away from his family, right? Yeah. There's, like, letter to six family. beds in a room that's, like, eight by... 20 maybe 8 feet by 20 feet These must be his kids. I'm guessing. And they have to read the letter by firelight. They're very harsh. Holy fuck. So they're reading the dad's, uh, their dad's letter and the kids are saying it's messy handwriting they're saying can't you read it don't you go to school read it out loud I can't oh this kid's dead look at it and then to the baby like oh, your stupid little brother Yeah, they literally have, have no like, electricity.
There's where we got the uh, Our home is high beyond the clouds yeah. So the kids were singing a song I don't know if it's I think it was about Li Jing Or Li yeah. Zhang or That will be high in Jilu and his family Have lived here for the last 15 years They are Yi people Yunnan's largest ethnic minority Mrs. Lu is his second wife, his first marriage ending childless. In the mountains to the east, the Yi were a slave society until the 1950s, wow. with the ruling class enslaving the majority. I guess that could be another reason why communism kicked off. Until like, yeah, we're over this Lu's shit. parents met some 50 years ago. Renee. Yeah, it looks like a kite on their head. Then, three days travel away. <laughs> a temporary teacher is taking over while teacher Lu is in Lijiang. The children are terrified of him. Most are staying away. Teacher Lu's daughter, Ajun, or Scamp, as she is called, is one of the few who still attends class. The kids are afraid of the new temporary teacher, so they just don't go to school. Isn't that kind of the same thing? Yeah. So the teacher asked uh, the, the little girl, where do frogs live? She said in the granny said, no, oh, the holes. Like many people in poor mountainous areas, they have been allowed two children. Teacher Lu was desperate for a son. After four daughters, their son Little Cloud was born. The fines for having him amounted to more than a year's wages. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> so, no wonder that kid has to, like, cure fucking every disease known to man because he put so much pressure on him. So he said, the woman just said, uh, he had, he had to get a new wife to have the baby son? I guess, yeah. No, I don't think so because he said his first marriage and childless. Yeah, but it said... Look at the, uh, oh, said so now she's joking. Oh. That's fucked up that she said that to her son. Yeah, she said daddy had to go get a new wife yeah. uh, to have a baby son. And that's me. Yeah. Okay. It is eight weeks <coughs> since our son's death. 
the police have decided to act. Two more boys are to be arrested. So it's been eight weeks now since he died. Plain clothes officers have had both homes under surveillance for the last few days, waiting for the arrest warrants to be signed by the procurator. Despite persistent interrogation, Li Yiping has refused to admit that he delivered the blow which killed Asan. As a result, the police are pressing a lesser charge of hooliganism. Such a charge requires two guilty parties, so Tang Li is about to be arrested. So they're arresting Asan's buddy, who was also stabbed. Because they need two guilty parties for to uh, get a charge of hooliganism. Wow, that's interesting. This guy got stabbed and is going to so this didn't even take place in 1994, this took place in 1991. Yeah. wonder where this guy is now. Do you have to sign your own arrest warrant? <laughs> I guess so. You have to sign the date. They're treating this like as if everyone is new. Yeah. Like the police are like, ah, it goes, it goes like this, and then that guy in cuffs is screwing with it. He's like, ah, don't. I, I think it's supposed to be like this. It will like, be several months before. This seems like they've never done it before. Several months. Before he sees his family. Yeah, he was sleeping, and then the cops like, "Get up, let's go." I think that's the first time we've seen vehicles though, where the cops were driving in. This is his wife's first day back at work. She has spent the last two months helping her sister through the loss of Asa. So that's that's how they're related. So, sisters, uh, Mr. Moon's wife's sister. Oh, here they come! The police are about to arrest Yang. It was he who rounded up his friends for the revenge attack on Asan. Let's say it's like they're reading them the rights, but they're not reading them the rights, like they're just saying this is what's happening and they're announcing it.
You didn't even try and run or anything. No. Cops would be a very boring show <laughs> in China. Yeah, just stand in there. Yeah. They, they, yeah, I guess they do. But as I said, they just have to make up charges, but I mean, they already do that. Yeah. Yang is 17 years old. He is a year away from graduating from school. His arrest underlines how seriously the authorities are taking the case. Juvenile crime has now spread into the schools. He is in danger of being made an example. No, does he have to sit with Tang Li? I think he does. Same day. Yeah. Teacher Lu's classmates are all They are cramming a normal two year course into four months. What? A, a year long course in the two years. Two year? Into four months. months. That's insane. Never lose your temper in class. If you want to beat a kid, do it outside of the class. On the wrist, a prisoner has his head shaved. Well, broke this kid. Man, I've pointed at it three fucking times. The cop was asking it which one. Asking like three different times. Which axe was it? This one. Which axe was it? I'm sorry. Oh. Yeah, you just thought about that for a little while. Yeah. Like, cops like, do you have anything to add? He's just stared and was like, uh, no. Nah. Probably just kill me now, I guess.
杀戮，杀戮再不摧毁，为什么有道路吗？那那你是看的啊？到了以后你到他没有？没到，我是在离离他们远一点的地方啊。是哪一个跑来打死的？那几那主要那几个那几个人？不是，你跑在你前面，你不是到了吗 ？Ask him who killed them. Oh, that name getting brought up again. Li Peng. Go and wait your trial. Oh shit! You know I'm not getting a fair trial. Yeah, go and wait your ex. I mean your trial. <laughs> Oh, they must. No, they didn't shave this guy's head. This is Lu Le Pain. The cop looks like he's like yelling, or he's obviously yelling. But he didn't look angry until just a second ago. But well, he kind of like just turned it on, like, all right, let's go now. Pressure him to say that he was the one in front. Which two of the three said that that guy was in front, right? Yeah. And they're like, no, no. That wasn't me. So he's saying he tried to stop it. Not good. When everyone else said that, like, no, it was this guy, it was this guy, and this guy's like, no, I tried to stop it. Yang and Wang. <laughs> At least it wasn't like Yang hit him in the way. <laughs> Sorry, Li Leping, I think you're, uh, I think your time's come. It's not looking good for him. This is the doctor again. What is that crazy game? I think it's checkers. It's not Chinese checkers, so. <laughs> like, I feel like this doctor is like doctor and shrink. Mm. It's like he, he talks a lot to, to these people. He's great. Friends with them too. True. It's great too because most of the time when he's like looking at people, it's the look on his face is just like I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like who gives a shit? 
So how old do you think Mr. Moo is during this? Maybe in his 40s, yeah. maybe 45, he's like he's 60. Well, actually, I don't think bad, but... Oh, this dude's going for a shift. Maybe like 50, around 50. Yeah. So they're playing chess. They're playing chess. Oh, okay. But it's not chess pieces. It's like they almost look like hockey pucks. Yeah. <laughs> but they all have symbols on them, so they must. Yeah. That an example should be made. That the court should use the death penalty. Whoa. These old ladies go hard. I don't understand this card game. They just like all just yeah, it's, like, it's a never-ending pile of cards, and they never put any back. Yeah, where are they getting these cards from? They're just pulling cards. What the fuck is this game? Oh, is it? Um, like. Um, you got any insight on what's going on here? <laughs> what the fuck is this? How is this card pile not going down? Whoa, the cards are pretty small. Slaughter them like pigs. They're getting really intense. <laughs> Mr. Moo's a butcher. I think he should kill them. <laughs> They're saying that the, the boys that they arrest, they should slaughter them like pigs and actually them. fuck, man. I wonder if they'd be saying the same thing if it was when them on yeah. the trial. Not, like, no, like, or their grandchildren. Yeah, be like, you don't know that it was me. It wasn't me, and it truly wasn't. Yeah. Like, uh, actually, no, no, no. Those, loadies, those ladies seem pretty hardcore. If it was their grandkids, they'd be like, we'll kill our grandson if he did it. Yeah. Little bastard. That's the tricky part about the death penalty is that you, you have to be certain, but it's really hard to be certain. Yeah, like the success rate of it is crazy. Like how many after the facts, like oh actually, Mitch yeah. wasn't the murderer. Yeah. I mean, if we just put him in prison, we could release him, but we killed him. So. So the only thing I'm confused about is why the store. Well, that's pretty cool. What? In, that's a fucking potato. Like a, she accordion? No, it can't be a potato. Yeah, it's huge. I think it is. Maybe like turnip. Yeah, yeah it might be. A, but even if it's a turnip, how is she carving it like that? Mm. Turnips are pretty hard. Um, yeah. The only thing that confuses me is like how like this story of this teacher. Like it's like a tangent on this. Uh, He's know. related. This is Mr. Moo's family. His like way extended family. Oh teacher. really? Is? Yeah. Oh okay. Mr. Moo's family used to live up here, and then some of them moved down to into the city of Beijing. Oh, gotcha. Maybe this is what it's kind of supposed to be like, is life 
it, like beyond the clouds. Like there's yeah. two really stark differences between what China used to be and what China is now. Yeah, and really this this time it was a huge thing. Yeah, but that's like we were saying earlier. It's crazy that they just let this BBC crew go into like anything. Like, oh, there's a police investigation going on. Like, hey, you guys want to sit in here and film yeah. all this? Yeah, film the evidence. Or, like whatever. Film, They're just yeah, British dudes. They're not gonna know what the fuck we're saying. I'm really confused as to what's going on here. What are they doing with these She must be drying them. Teacher Lu has little idea but even if of just how yeah. much damage the temporary teacher has done to his class in the four months he has been away. Is he gonna have to do all the shitty teacher? I must fight you on the mountain. Well, that's, uh. That's that. It kinda ended very, uh. I think I might have accidentally said it at the end that this is just the difference between a city and a yeah, small, town. small town in China. The reverberations of the choices. But of how the do we state. not know what happened? Oh, look at Lucy Lu's cousin. Um. Holy but, shit! But it's kind of disappointing. We now we don't know what happened. We don't know the sentence. Like, yeah. Like, Can we how look are that these, up? How are these boys sentenced? Uh, for that crime, like, yeah, so, and like, now that we've watched it, this is our first one that we've kind of watched while um, recording. Christian, what were your thoughts? Uh, I it's it's really interesting to see the similarities to just the basics of human uh, activity, I guess, and then the the really stark differences in the detail of what we choose right. to do. Like, just how um, boys hang out in the evenings. Like, they would go down to some kind of mess hall, or like a mess tent. Yeah. And they would just... Yeah, like a billiard eat hall. food, and... That, yeah, or, or a billiard hall. Yeah, yeah, I guess that was typical. But, so, like, similarities, and then, like, major differences. But this was a really good look at... I think I think this was just a really honest look at Chinese culture. Oh yeah, like it completely. I, I don't know if it, like I said during it, but it like changed my outlook on on China. Yeah. But it just kind of like, oh shit, that's not what I was thinking. Yeah. Like it, yeah, it was. Crazy. Like also, seeing this, I I kind of have a better understanding how China can totally take over the world. Yeah. Because the rest of the world's a bunch of little pussies that are like, are you guys okay? You're cool, right? You're, you're cool? You're fine? You're fine? And China's just like, bang! We're kicking down this motherfucking door and we're doing this and like, it's gonna benefit us and who gives a shit? And it's like, okay. Yeah, I Like if they run vibes. a country, like they run a business, man, that business will be so goddamn successful because they're just like, everyone is for this. And this is what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed that too, that so it, it was... Um, that you're just like, oh man. Even like the early 90s of like, when they get this shit figured out, all they gotta do is press that button. And they're <laughs> taking shit over. Like, god damn. Yeah, that was... Uh, 
that was uh, it was a good watch. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I recommend uh, if you're listening to to give it a watch if you didn't watch along with us. And I mean, uh, it's pretty cool too how China's so heavily in the news right now, and we just randomly pick that, and right. then we watch this, and we're all like, "Oh man, this all makes sense." Yeah. You know, like <laughs> everything's leading up to this, and. Yeah, it just goes back to that thing about like world politics of like everything's literally intertwined with everything. For sure, in a, like a super loose way, and it's yeah. definitely not meant to be the interpretation. But beyond the clouds might even be like that little uh, mountain town that yeah. Mister Liu, the teacher, came from. It sounds is like it because he's beyond the clouds of the city, like like the clouds that a city makes, yeah. the London fog, but in yeah. small town China, right. or just the shit that the <coughs> politics you have to deal with in this small three hundred thousand plus town. Yeah, is like their mountain town village. Is like yeah. you don't have to deal. With. It's like the life that Warner Herzog doc, Life in the Taiga, where it was just like Russians that were getting heavily prosecuted during the Second World War, and we're just like fuck this, we're going into the Taiga. And it's like crazy wilderness. Yeah. And they don't really use money. They don't really, like, they just live off of, like, fur trading. And, like, politicians come to be like, we're going to make your lives great. But they've heard so much bullshit from politicians right. that are like, we don't give a fuck, man. Yeah. Like, all the young people are like, oh, this is awesome. But the old people are like these old Asian women that are just like, man, I remember when times were crazy. You guys got it good right now. Like, just fucking deal with it. Yeah. And everyone's, like, matter of fact because... You kind of have to be, or people are going to die. We so you're like, this is what we need to do. Uh, yeah, hopefully we get to see something about that in our uh, bucket of right. suggestions. Put that one in there. We'll put that one in there. Speaking it's of good. the bucket, uh, who wants to draw for the next week's? You, you should. We'll keep I should. Going. Okay, so someone mix it up here. I'm going to dig my hand in there and just get in there swish deep. her around. Get in there deep, Tyler. Alright, let's pick one from the bottom here. Get those That's bottom feeders. Now his hand's stuck. We got a legal issue. Okay, what do we got? I got two here. Cropsy. I. Cropsy. Don't know what that's about. Let's look it up. Get some uh, background information here. I think it might be about like the meat industry or cows or something. Maybe crop circles. I'm just going with a name. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe like modern day farming. Maybe I think so. Like, uh, like because there's that one um, plant doc, farming. like cowspiracy. Oh yeah. Okay. So it came out in 2009. Okay, we're getting newer. Cropsy is a 2009 documentary film, written and directed by Joshua Zer Zeman, and Barbara Bernaccio. Uh, begins as an examination of. Cropsy, a boogeyman-like figure in New York City urban legend. Oh, cool. Oh, really? Nothing what yeah. I said it was. Before, yeah. Never mind. Oh, well, just wait. Before seg segueing uh, into the story of Andre Rand, a convicted child kidnapper from Staten Island. We're getting dark, oh, wow. boys. Yeah. We're getting dark. From the myth to the man. That's that's the tagline of the movie. Ugh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> no. The tagline. From the myth to the man. Yeah, this is getting pretty... Uh, That's a darker one. Fuck, yeah. man. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to that. It'll be so a kind of change of pace. This urban legend, and then, oh, this is the real urban legend. I think that's one that we got to watch while while recording for the first time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that sounds like There's we're so going to be questions. like, what the fuck? Yeah. Okay, well, I guess we'll see you guys uh, next week with uh, Ropsy. Yeah. 
So look for it. See if you can watch along with us. And uh, we'll see you next week.